Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello everybody and welcome back to Rule the Roost podcast. I hope you're all doing well. I know who is doing well. That's this week's guest, Kyle. Kyle Wetton, how are you doing, mate? Good to have you on the show. Yeah, very good, thank you. And thank you for having me. No, not at all, mate. I mean, we've, we have literally, I think we've been speaking probably for about like 10 years now on and off on Twitter and everything. And does, doesn't time fly, mate? Doesn't it fly? Absolutely. It's uh, one of those classic blink and you're suddenly 10 years forward and doing a recording and podcast with someone <laughs> there you go yeah it's just classic isn't it um yeah how are you uh how, how are you feeling because you know in those 10 years there's been a lot of up and downs for uh for tottenham a lot of ups and downs i should say well it could be an up and downs couldn't it really sounds a bit more tottenham <laughs> but We are we're in a good place right now. Are you you're feeling good about this summer? So far? just so I've got a general, I believe as the kids call it, a vibe check on uh, everything that's going on at the moment. Yeah, my my vibe check in is is kind of in line with um, more <laughs> your traditional. Um, I I can't get the traditional Tottenham thoughts out of my head. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm really Uh-oh. I'm <laughs> no I'm really really excited about everything and I think the moves that we've made this summer we're starting to act like a bit of a, like a big club you know spending 60 million on someone like Richarlison we wouldn't have we we've never ever done that before because that that's a that's a player that's not gonna well first of all we've not spent that kind of money before but we're not spent we've not spent that kind of money on someone who's not gonna guarantee guaranteed to come in and start So like it's so refreshing that yes we've got this amazing manager in charge um we're acting like a big club we're getting all these players in that again all these signings that we've made like none of them walk into the first team but what we're doing is we're creating this big club that we've always wanted to be for quite a while and that we've got all these options and we've got a squad now as opposed to that That classic Tottenham's got a great, amazing starting eleven, but what have they got outside of that? And I love everything we're doing. And yes, I do feel positive, but I knew it was Tottenham. Coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> the Tottenham inside me is always worried about something that might happen in the future. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Something that could go wrong. Oh, it's all going to go tits up because it's Tottenham at some point. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying And to think, like, of, do you remember that one summer? I can't remember. We, you're going to say it, 2013. Is, is, is that when we had Sunderland first game of the season? And we lost, we lost away at the stadium of light after. I went was, to that game. Yeah, it's is is that the season yeah. I'm thinking of, right? Well, I mean, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna liken this summer a little bit to when we sold Bale. And oh God, the okay, yeah, God, my yeah, my time frames are up. Because that Sunderland <laughs> game must be 2008. That's, that's got to be 2008. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's and, and yeah, there was a really good feeling around the club then. Yo, I think was in charge, right? And then um, Michael Chopra scored like last minute or something like that, right? And, It was just um, pretty much downhill from there. Although we had a good yeah. European campaign-ish, didn't we? Until Joel got sacked at halftime. Yes, yeah. yes, and and and, but like, yeah, I, I the reason I'm I'm referencing sort of you know selling Bale and buying the Beatles, like, I that's the last time I can remember us going like hell for leather crazy on buying all of these buying a load of players in in one summer and 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 just being like wow like we are like trying to build something get that squad and you know what like in a weird way 
everyone always looks back at that bail summer with like, oh man, did any did we actually get anything good out of that? We had Lamella and Ericsson, I guess, but it did kind of create a platform of where to a loose platform, quite a shaky one, but of where to where we were gonna go. But yeah, in my mind, I'm kind of like, well, you know, what if Basuma gets a really long injury and uh, is Pe- Perisic is 33 and uh, <laughs> you know all these things and 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 I've got to I've got to try and get that out of my mind and and just love the here and now where I'm like, yeah, man, we're making really good moves and these are really good players and adding to a team that finished fourth, like like last season and if you know i hate to bring up the like oh if the season had started when with conte had been at the beginning of the season who knows where spurs would be but it's genuinely true our record was like fantastic right under under him so yes to answer your question in the short form yes i am very (laughs) excited for, for this season with a tinge of doubt See the the only the, the big difference this year, I guess, is because everything you're saying is true. Yeah, there could be a nasty injury for anybody, right, just around the corner. But by that logic, that nasty injury could be just around the corner for Erling Haaland as well. It could be for yes. Mo Salah. It could be for you know. That, and, and that's that's the thing about these summers, right? It's like you know, you don't know until the season starts, right? Until you're playing it, really, you don't know how well this is. It'll work out because you know. A, a player who's proven in the league and at one team might go somewhere else and completely flop. So, but no, yeah, I keep going really negative. I don't want to be negative. I think, yeah, I'm very excited. The, the other side is as well, we haven't actually sold Elvis and bought the Beatles. We've kept Elvis and, you know, we've, I don't know who else we've kept. Someone else really popular and famous in Son and Kane, basically. <laughs> we've still got Son and I'm going to stop with the metaphors. We've still got Son and Kane. And we've added loads of really smart signings as well. They're not all punts, you know, like the like the last time where obviously a couple of those paid off in Ericsson and uh, who was the other one? Lamello, although people yeah. would still argue that one. Capu, to be fair as well, was a good player and yeah. has, has had a very good career since he just got that horrible injury, didn't he? I think yeah. it was against Arsenal as well, actually. Yeah, um, when he when we signed him, that, day, I, that debut, I think, against Palace, that first game against Palace away, I think it was then when the, like a load of them played, he was like he really shone out that game, if I remember correctly. And I was I had really high hopes for him, but um, yeah, you're right, he's had a great career since. So you know, it, it, it just it is what it is, isn't it? You know, and I do, I do I, you know I'm honestly I know he's old and stuff, but I'm I'm really excited about Perisic, and as, as I've sort of spoken about on here before, I do think we're as we're sort of going along, we're going to have to start realigning our kind of takes or our perspectives on where a player's career is at regarding their age. Um, because I just, careers are just being prolonged now with the, the wonders of modern science and what have you. I mean, look at, look at Perisic. Like he's an absolute, he's a fine specimen still, you know, and uh, I'm really, I don't know, for a, a player that really knows Conte, knows everything about, his methods and such um, to be coming into this team and just adding that delivery for the likes of Son and Kane, Kulisevsky is exciting. It is, it is, you know, and we've already seen Sess as well is talking about how much he's learning already off of a player like Perisic. And I I, I doubt that's like an accident. You know, I I, I doubt Mm. that Conte's clearly come in, right? Because, Sessignon's career at Spurs seemed to be almost over, right? Region seemed to be the favoured. Region, Region, I don't know how it's pronounced. Uh, all, all foreign muck, innit? Um, he's <laughs> Reggie. Yeah, Reggie, that's the easy one, isn't it, right? He, he seemed to be the favoured choice, but, you know, I think Conte's almost kind of done away with him pretty much forever yeah. now, right? And Ruthless. It, it didn't take him long to kind of decide. I, I, you know, I've always kind of... I have me the visionary. I've always sort of felt there's something there in Cess. I've always, and I, I, I definitely admit part of it is because I've just I sort of hung my hat on it, and I've probably wanted it to come true. But I do still think you see like kind of a lot of promise from him, and obviously Conte feels the same way. And hopefully, working alongside somebody like Perisic can 
kind of take his game up another level, you know, add those kind of final touches to his game that are lacking at the moment, that that kind of end product that we saw him. He was prolific at Fulham, you know? So Yeah, absolutely. Do you, out, of, out of curiosity then, like, do you think we have that on the right-hand side? Well, this is what I was going to get onto is uh, in, in Jed Spence. Because I do think it's quite an exciting signing. I mean, I've watched him play against Arsenal and I've seen the welcome to Tottenham, Jed Spence. And he seems very raw. That's what you'd have to say. But there is just something... I think it's naturally, right? It's quite exciting. I think it's all from the days of anybody who's ever played a championship manager or FIFA career mode. There's nothing sort of when that gets tied into into real football the idea of buying a youngster promising youngster from somewhere and watching them develop into like a star is that that's that's like the purity of football right that's what's so exciting about it and what makes you like really fall in love with it seeing somebody evolve before your eyes that's why we've been on this journey with the likes of Kane and Son kind of seeing them come from being kind of especially in Kane's case an academy product into let's be honest, one of the best players on the face of the planet. Um, and from Son being a kind of, uh, you know, a decent signing from the Bundesliga that looked all right for a bit, who I don't think anybody would have predicted he'd go on to the level that he's reached now either, which is, quite frankly, you know, aston- like he's an astonishing footballer. Um, so there is, Absolutely. you know, there is something quite exciting about Jed Spence, I feel. Um, but then, yeah, the fallback on that is... Romero and Dotti, we started to see Doc look all right under Conte until he got injured. Romero as well, to be fair to him. But, you know, I think if we were being brutally honest... Um, they're you, both expendable. Right. Would you say? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're neither are like Perisic level, are they? No, you nowhere know? close, are they, really? No, and I, I think uh, you're right, because like, Doherty was, was showing a lot more premise until he got injured um but god before that i mean he before before that sort of spell where i think was it leads leads away last season where he really where him and seth really clicked yeah they were um, they were monstrous weren't they in that game yeah and then from there he seemed to grow and get a lot more confidence and even when he had to go play left wing back as well he was like doing a really good job and inverted but he doesn't scream to me as a Conte wingback. Like, he's not really the quickest. He's definitely got an eye for a pass and a, and a cross and a, like an assist and stuff. And, he, and it, obviously, he can chip in with goals because we've seen that at Wolves. Um, we saw that a little bit last season. So my my bet is to be that he would be, obviously, the sort of, that dueling it out with Spence, who I totally agree with you, extremely exciting signing, England under 21. Um, I'm already seeing the pictures on Twitter and like of the, we've got our new Rose, Rose and Walker um, (laughs) now. And yeah, I'm incredibly excited about him, but I feel them. I mean, he's not exactly got the, like, an amazing role model. I guess Conte is going to have to work harder with Spence than he would do on the left-hand side where he's already got his sort of, you know, almost got his left wing-back coach in Perisic there, you know. Um, Royale is a funny one because I have fallen in love with (laughs) Emerson Royale. Um, Is it just the compilations? Honestly, (laughs) amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Um, And you know, the audacity to include things where he's sort of like, you know, bumbled through two players <laughs> um, and put it in there. I love it. Um, and, you know, all of the stuff with like Spurs TV or Spurs play now, sorry, you know, where he's like heavily involved. I've really grown to like him. He's also like, I personally, I've said it all a lot. I've said it all last season. His The defensive side of his game, I think is great. I think he's. I think he's a really solid defender. Like he proved that at Anfield. Like I thought he has such a good game. Yeah, at Anfield. It was obscene, wasn't he? Yeah, he was amazing. And I do think. Uh, do, do you know what the weird thing is? And 
and maybe I, I don't know whether Tottenham are thinking this because obviously they're going to get rid of one of them, right? Because it's quite a bloated wing back area now on both sides, three on each side, right? So they're obviously going to try and get rid of Region, and then it's one off Doctor or Royale. Part of me would be tempted to stick with Royale. Uh, if from a club perspective, I would be thinking, and again, here's the traditional Tottenham <laughs> doubts coming in. Um, if Conte suddenly throws his toys out of the pram and is like, I'm out. Um, there's a perfectly good right back there if we have to change system again, you know? Mm-hmm. We've then got, you know, he he would he would fill in what re- he would play a very very good, solid right back on a on a on a on a in a back four. Um, whereas, like, if we did get rid of him, uh, and also even if with Conte staying in those big games like at Anfield or at City, where we're not going to have as much as the ball as we may need, and he may want to go a bit more defensive on one side, he's a really good option to have. Um, so I wouldn't write him off like completely. Um, and maybe it is this, his social media game that's got me on side, <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, I, I, I would be tempted to sort of be like, you know, uh, well, obviously we all want like a Hakimi or, or someone like this world-class right wing back as well to come in with Spence and have that, what we've got on the left. But if we're going to stick with one and go with Spence plus one of Doherty or Royale, I'd be tempted to stick with Royale. Well, do you buy much into the Conte's comments on Spence about him being a, a club signing as opposed to one of his signings? I mean, obviously we've seen the subsequent head wobble from, from a lot of fans about this and about Conte not being backed or whatever, but it, it does seem to be that Alistair Gold came out and pretty much rushed to confirm that all transfers are being greenlit by Conte at the moment. So he will be... Um, he will be over this one, but I, I do just wonder if by that he he still very much intends to have both Doherty and Royale there as options for him, and Spence is somebody that is being developed for the future. Because I, I would say sort of the the secondary, because I do I do agree with you, we our squad probably is looking quite bloated in that respect, but given it's such an integral part of Conte's system, and with us having so many games coming up. I do just wonder if maybe there's less urgency to to ship out like Royal or Doherty, given that we've seen both of them on a on an upward trajectory um, last season, and I wonder if Conte will be wanting to know which of them he can trust more out of the two of them, whether or not he's made his mind up on that. And also, the the funny thing is actually with both of them, they both seem like they're very popular guys around the changing room. Um, Doherty sort of is in that little click, isn't he, with uh, Kane and Dyer now, and yeah, uh, like the grown-ups. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the dads, aren't they? Even though they're all yeah. way younger than me, but still. Yes. Um, and Royal, who's well, he's he's the Brazilian contingent, isn't he? Um, mm. And I, I do I do wonder, you know, how much thought will be put into that. I mean, somebody like Richarlison seems like a pretty tough character anyway, so I can't imagine he's going to get too upset if we sell a no. kind of another Brazilian, but. Do- you know, do you think Conte? Consideration. Yeah. Do you think? Well, do you think Conte would think like that? Like, do you like? Do you think he'll he'll take squad um, harmony into consideration when it's, when it's when hard to know, isn't it? I, I, one would think that you know, in the kind of the the character caricature we've got built up of him as being this kind of demon, no, but. You do wonder if how much of this is bravado with him. Yeah, well, he's quite open about that. He, that he says stuff for effect and likes to project a, a certain kind of persona at times over certain matters. And I do wonder if still, you know, he 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 probably is still quite aware of the importance of squad harmony. You know, I think was it he boxed was it Lukaku or Latour yeah. Martinez? Um, Martinez, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's does. I think he does still have that kind of fun, jokey side to him and stuff. So he probably he does understand the value of these things. And 
I, I, I don't think it would be being overly sentimental or soft just for somebody to really think. I think it's an objectively good decision to think we've just spent £60 million on this Brazilian winger who's kind of formed a friendship with this guy and maybe we should keep him here to help him settle and get the best out of a big signing, you know? So mm. I don't think it would all be about just vibes, as they say, um, <laughs> and keeping him there. Do, were you, I mean, were you put out at all by the by his club signing stuff or do you think it's just people jumping on no, no I think it's people thing. just yeah I, I, yeah anything to sort of try and derail the positivity that like is going on like rival fans will certainly flag that sort of thing up and then I guess I guess Spurs Twitter then reacts to that and um, and no, I, I I don't really buy it because he, I mean, he kind of said the same thing about Kulisevsky, right? And, yeah, yeah. And and Bentoncourt, um, that they weren't particularly his signings, and yet then yet he came, they came in and pretty much, apart from the first like two games, started every game after that. Um, so I just feel like there's no way that the the club would go out and sign players without Conte like given the fact that they're now they've done this 150 million cash injection into the club Enoch because obviously they want to keep this guy happy right and sign all of these players to fill all of these positions that he's outlined need strengthening there is no way that they're, they're already sort of like, you know, it feels like maybe not treading on eggshells around him to just keep him happy and keep the squad and keep pushing on and trying to kick on and catch, bridge that gap between not only not only City and Liverpool, but Chelsea. Um, and I think that there's just no way that I, I don't think there's any way that they would sign a player that he hadn't looked at even if it's just tapes and scouting reports and, and him gone, yeah, all right, yeah, let's get this guy in, you know? Um, obviously, he's the kind of guy that we've seen in the past that loves, uh, would would always want that sort of A-bracket option of any position. But I, I, I just feel that he's also, he's maybe, I don't want to say dropping his standard, because, but like, that to me it feels like there's a meeting and there's a marrying and they're in the middle, and mm. and um, and we're pushing forward in in one direction to make this happen. Um, so yeah, I, I no, I don't buy it to be honest with you. I, I I think I think he's I think he's on board, and it's along those lines of that that sort of Kulisevsky signing where he's like, yeah, this is a Tottenham buy players for the future. Um, and and this is one of those, and he he must agree that this is a good player and a player that's worth having around, whether it be for the here and now, which Kulisevsky's ended up being, or maybe next season, you know, and 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 and, and then we and then suddenly we see the best of Jed Spence. Are you, are you excited about him? I am, yeah, I am. I you know it, he's. He seems to have everything that ticks the fullback, the wingback that Conte wants, right? You look at the, his successful teams, big, strong, powerful, fast, good delivery, technically very good, you know, can chip in with gold, whether, whether it be a long range screamer or, or making those sort of third man runs. Uh, into the box and getting on the end of uh, getting on the end of maybe probably the other fullbacks crossing or wingbacks crossing. I am excited about him, and I think give him a whole season of being developed by one of the greatest managers currently in the game, who specialises in a position that he plays in. I'm, you know, I this he could really really kick on levels. I'm, I'm. Yeah, I am excited about him. It's it's funny, isn't it? It's it's a sort of signing that was kind of Tottenham's bread and butter for a long time, and it it, it is nice to see us starting to kind of go back to that a bit. But at the same time, 
not only that, you know, <laughs> which yeah. again, it's, it's, it's more to what you were saying about us finally acting like a big club. We kind of, we're covering all base. It seems to be that we do one or the other at Spurs, you know, we'll either yeah. kind of have this progressive strategy of signing exciting young British talent, or we do like we've been doing for the past few years, which is just spending money on hopefully players that will be good kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which has had, you know, it's, sort of had sort of varying degrees of success for us but I'd probably say looking at you know over the past when you think about Aaron Lennon Michael Dawson Kyle Walker I'm sure there's plenty of other players Huddleston. Huddle, it, exactly Tom Huddleston yeah. Jenis Deli Ali. yeah it's it's worked out well for us in the past so I I, I am actually really excited about Jesmond's I just quite like his I quite like his his shtick as well. You know, I quite like him and the way he comes across. I quite liked him mm. mugging off Neil Warnock and stuff like that. You know, it's yeah. quite it's quite nice to have a player that's got a bit about him like that. And I've I sort of felt that kind of came through in his his interview. He just seemed quite, you know, assured. He just seemed kind of yeah, I'm I'm here and I'm supposed to be here. And it's 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 good to kind of get that feeling from him. You did um. You touched on because this is something I want to talk about the the fan base kind of losing its ass, taking the the positivity out of anything. You know, I have been quite. I know you shouldn't be, but I have been quite surprised by quite the level of vitriol I've been seeing the past few days about this transfer window. And I I, I do part of it. I think is like you say, it's rival fans saying stuff and Spurs fans just picking up on that. I think people are just getting a letting kind of rival fan criticisms get in their heads a bit too much but is this potentially a downside of Spurs just getting their business done early that now it looks like we're not yeah. signing anybody but when in reality we've addressed some really important parts of our squad you know 100% Hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of this, right? <laughs> and again, I think I did it back in 2013 with the with the Beatles, right? Um, like we sign, it, it's like a, there's like a cycle, right? We sign, we, we we get linked with a player. Fan base starts getting a bit like excited. We're linked with this player. Then it goes to why haven't we fucking signed this player yet? Then, then it goes into then we've signed the player and there's elation and everyone is like really buzzing that we finally got this player in right. Then, then it's the next position, and then suddenly and it and it and it goes round again and you forget the fact that you've just signed you've just signed this player who's like really good and he's going to like you know address some issues in the team because you're already focused on the next thing right. And now that we're through to we're through to the sixth signing, right? I I keep forgetting, just like you said earlier, how good a signing Perisic is, right? I'm 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 kind of like you know, all right, who who's next? And we really need that creative attacking midfielder. Who who can we get in? Who can we get? In? Why am why aren't we addressing this? And I'm forgetting the fact that, like, at the time when we signed Perisic, I'm like, that's an amazing signing at left wing back. I mean, I've, even in this even in this podcast, I've been forgetting about how great that is, right? Um, Richarlison, everyone. And it seems like, you know, 
the impact and the memories of that the day that it got announced but each and every single one of those signings gets a little bit less and less and less as we go on and on and closer to the season and trying to address more options um and yeah we're not going to have that i the way that we've done it and the way that we've we've Spurs have been so professional for once this summer, you know, and acting like the big club that we want them to be and, you know, making decisions early, getting them in early and getting everybody integrated. We're not going to have our, we're not going to have our last day transfer window, Christmas day, Rafa van der Vaart magic moments. Um, but at the same time, this is how we. This is how we've always wanted to. We've always been crying out for this, right? With this, we've been crying out for Spurs being acting early, being decisive in a window, and getting people in. Um, and and now that we're finally doing it, <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe we just don't know how to act. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like we're getting yeah we're getting these players in, and we're we're forgetting that. Mate, we've made six amazing, like really good signings that like address the squad problems. If we'd signed Basuma, I would say in a couple of weeks' time, like closer to like the very start of the season, if not kind of a few days, people would be going mad. Like we've just we just added Basuma into this team now. Yeah, this is unbelievable. But because we did it weeks ago, people are like, oh yeah, you know, we signed Basuma. Man, like he's been one of the most exciting Premier League prospects for years yeah. now. You know, people have been saying it's a matter of time until he's at Liverpool or Manchester City or Chelsea or something like that. But Spurs have gotten ahead of him and gotten this potentially, yeah. you know, world class talent uh, in the in the centre midfield. Someone that we've probably needed. I mean, people would sort of debate the the quality of Hoybier and such, but I, you know, I still. Hooper, I think, is a great squad player. I think, but he's somebody I've always seen as again. Yeah. We sh- we should be upgrading on if if we have sort of designs yes. on challenging for the big stuff, really. Um, and hopefully, yeah. I feel that in Basuma we could potentially have that player. Um, it's really, it's... I 100 agree with you because, like, I, I, I that moment I remember I, I was on holiday. I was sat on a on a lounge of probably. Fair skin, so I'll be honest with you. I was in the shade, um, and <laughs> crying and with a clip crying. Like, <laughs> it's too hot. Um, and then like, um, and then just you know, scrolling on my phone and Twitter whilst the two children are the one time they both napped on the sun lounger next to me, and um, and 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 it came up breaking news on the Athletics. Spurs have agreed have agreed a deal for Basuma, and I was like, what? where what the fuck where first of all where's that come from and like because it's every time i've seen him play against us he's been amazing and i really and i and and then i've seen the alistair gold like reports of spurs are always in the market for a player like basuma and that narrative stuck with me that like well we'll never get basuma because united will get basuma or like city will get basuma or liverpool i think liverpool will link actually link with him quite a lot and then we got him and i'm like this is incredible. What a signing! And you're and you're totally right. It's like, yeah, we now. I'm like, yeah, we've got Basuma in. But what next? Why, why haven't we got Madison yet? Do Do you like Madison? By the yeah, way? exactly. Do you, what do you um, think about? I'm gonna. One? I'm going. I'm gonna go out there and say I don't want him because good, good man. Um, good man. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> I'm. Do you know what it? I'm. I've got a very sour taste in my mouth about James Madison. And even though he was a kid when he did all of those tweets, I'm like, and by all accounts, he's a gooner, right? I'm like, no, don't want him. No. And I know we've got players in our squads and we have in the past that are gooners, but if I actively know that they are a gooner before we attempt to sign them, I want no part of them. <laughs> I just think it's, it's weird though, because it's like people say, oh, he just did some tweets years ago, but the, the man has actively kind of clearly hated Tottenham for the majority of his career. And, I mean, that shit aside, I just, I don't really get what everyone sees in him. Like, I think he seems like a decent player. He's sort of somebody that's always got a screamer in him here and there. But I never really think when we play them that he looks like one of the best players on the pitch, you know? Like, yeah, I'm just... I, I totally of, agree. I'm not that arsed about him, really, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. We've also been linked with that Zanolo, who is a 
really fun player, really, really talented. But he's got, a, you know, he's done his cruciate ligaments in both knees at a really young age. I'm not, I don't know, when we're sort of talking about the amounts of money that a team like Roma, Roma would want for them. Um, I don't know. He was like meant to be their next Totti yeah. at one stage, right? Yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be, you know, really, really like a generational talent, but he just doesn't seem to be able to stay fit. And I don't know if that's a gamble Spurs should be taking at this point. Maybe it is. Maybe that's well, exactly the type of gamble we need to take. But Yeah, maybe. And, and, and again, going down that sort of that big club narrative, like, you know, any attacking midfielder that we would be looking to buy aren't necessarily guaranteed to start in this team. The the way that we're the way that we're currently set up and, and and the players that we have, so it could be a, it, you're right. Someone like a Daniello, not so much Madison because I don't really want him at Spurs, but a player of that ilk, like it's that it, it is it's kind of sort of like smart signing because it's an option as opposed to they're going to completely change the way that we set up in games. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean. yeah, completely. It's, I mean, I guess it's when we sort of talk about the Champions League and everything competing on all fronts, I suppose it doesn't hurt to be able to switch it up, try something a bit different. But yeah. that's again, you know, like to what you're saying, I agree, is that, you know, I think Ben Bentanko is the perfect kind of creative player in the sort of system we play. And the fact now that he mm. has somebody like Basuma alongside him who is you know, very dynamic, but also a really good ball player himself. It's, I don't know. I just, it, I just don't really see personally, even when it, even when it was Ericsson, we were talking about, I, I just didn't, I didn't see where he fit into the team, to be honest, but it doesn't, yeah. hurt, doesn't hurt. The only time. Options. No. And that's it. The, the only time that's it with, even with you're right with the Ericsson links, the only time I kind of, I kind of saw these players playing and starting was when you you know you've got the whole we're we're playing at home against a low block team you know like someone everyone who's going to just sit behind and maybe we need someone who's going to pick the lock and get us in um because as much as like you know when we really clicked with the system last season um we and we were you know yeah dishing out wallops left, right and centre, 4-0, 5-0 or whatever. Um, there was the odd game where we kind of ran out of ideas um, at some point. And it, or if we didn't score early enough, then like we were in a little bit of sort of, okay, right, well, we've tried this, but it, it, it's not working. I'm not saying teams figured us out because like, they clearly didn't like we we ended up winning quite still winning loads a lot of games but to just have that option to say right okay we've just played champions league on a wednesday night and we're playing saturday three o'clock or whatever and we're at home to uh leeds united and leeds united aren't the bielsa leeds united anymore they're going to come set set up to just sort of you know set try and nick something and then nick something on the break you know, and we 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 need to sort of rotate and 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 sort of pick the lock and and break teams down. Then yeah, a ten would be perfect, or an, an attacking midfielder. Um, so yeah, and it, but on the flip side of that is, do we really want to go out and splash forty five million on someone that's gonna not start? as many games as someone like Richarlison, who we've just done the exact same thing. He's not guaranteed to start. Um, but the, yeah, their, their, their sort of, their sort of appearances are going to be a lot more limited than, than a Richarlison. Is it like, is that sensible money to spend? I don't, I, I don't know. It does seem weird. And I don't know. The funny thing is like just mulling around in this. All, all I keep thinking is that when we sort of talking about, the fans forgetting who we already have, what what we've not even seen that much of. I just think about Kulisevsky, like a player who people just or they already seem to be sort of taken for granted in a in a respect, in so much as he's still young, he's still got you know loads of 
he's got a massive ceiling essentially. He's he's got loads of potential that he can still improve massively and he already looks obscene. Um we only sort of started to see the half of it. So I'm I'm still kind of excited about players like that seeing how they're going to continue to develop in this system because I mean to me I, I know this might sound like one of those kind of muggy Tottenham fan things but is there honestly like a massive, massive like chasm of difference between a Kuliseski and a Phil Foden. I, I, I don't know if there is. Honestly, honestly, I don't know if there is, and I, it might no. not be, might not be that popular to say. But when you look at the output, you know, yeah, I think Kulisewski's, the numbers don't lie. He's, he's he's being truly obscene, and I, I do think people like a lot of opposition fans, even myself sometimes, I look at him. I think oh, he's twenty six, twenty seven kind of age. He's not. He's a kid. You know, like he's an actual like, he's like twenty-two, isn't he? Yeah, he just turned as well. I think he's. Yeah. I don't know. He's. It's just. It's very exciting to think that you know we're kind of, as much as it will be horrible when we sort of have lost the likes of Son, especially because you know he's just turned thirty now. So, I mean, we again, like I said at the top end of this, you don't know where a footballer's career is going to go and for how much longer. I mean, Son doesn't seem to be showing any signs whatsoever of slowing down. So you know, long may no. that. Long may that continue. But yeah. to, to my point is, it's nice to at least be seeing somebody like Kulisewski who very you know, well could be like our next kind of superstar, if you like, after Son and Kane have moved on to elsewhere. Um, the retirement home. Well, yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully that's where they go from Tottenham. It would be yeah. really horrible to see either of them playing for somebody else. I mean, oh. I'm still... I still kind of, I you know, I don't want to. No, let's not go there. I don't. I don't. No, <laughs> it's not. I, it's I, not I time don't... for negativity. It's not time. No. For what were you um, going to say? No. Right? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Because I, 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 I was trying to preempt guess where you were going to go with that negativity, and I had, and I saw the links to today or something, and I was like, oh. um, but no, you're right. I and mean, when we kind of, we, the, the good thing is, is, and even these signings, Perisic aside, like we are kind of what we should have done years ago when Pochettino called it, right? With, with, with the, all of these wave of signings are like young and like between 19 and 25. So the next version of Spurs is already being built. Um, it's just, where do we get your, I mean, we've got Richarlison in now who as well that, you know, could be the I'm not saying he is the sun replacement but you know if there was something to get if someone's to get an injury this season he's very likely to be starting week in week out in sun's position um so obviously obviously we haven't I, I mean we've got the filler in in Richarlison for Kane but we haven't got that Kane replacement yet but I, I've no doubt that at some point that's going to be on the agenda one summer um, but yeah, it is, it's already happening. The Spurs team is like, you know, you look at all of these key players that we've now got, Kulisevsky, you've mentioned, Benton Kure, Bissouma, um, both of our wingbacks, that's Sessegnon, Spence, Romero, um, you know, the, and then players that we're linked with that like for big money signings, like we're, or even were linked with like Bastoni or Guardo or, um, anyone like that? They're they're all of they're all young, and this is like that we are building for something that could be pretty. Consider if well, if Conte stays, or you know the next person after Conte um, could be building to something very exciting. Either this season, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself about it in this season, but I've just said it anyway, so I'm going to go with it. Sod it, going to win the league. No, um, or like, or just like a few seasons down the line, you know, because this we've we've got this group of players now that are going to be playing with each other for a long time and getting that continuity. So, yeah, I'm really excited, and Kulusevski, Kulusevski, especially touching on him again, like, man, I reacted so bad, like when we signed him, and I, I was oh, like, when we signed him, yeah, I was like, eh, we've just signed a reject from you. <laughs> and then I watched him yeah and then I watched him play the first two games or whatever or the first game and I'll and I, I text I text people straight away and I was I killed him 
I was like, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's over. Yeah, he's he's never going to, he's yeah, shit. Yeah. He's dead. It never, and I've been reminded about that ever since. And that, and then, <laughs> yeah. And then it was like a couple of months later, I'm like singing the, like, you know, singing the ABBA song for him and <laughs> <laughs> bouncing up and down. He's like, he's the best player ever. Um, and yeah, I, it, 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 yeah, I'm re- I'm super excited about, I'm just super excited about where we are. Did you see his finish in training, the ball from Basuma oh. and then his touch and finish? Oh. Filthy. Sumptuous. You know? Is that have they uploaded that to Pornhub yet? I don't know. Well, if they haven't, maybe you should, mate. You know, that's it. <laughs> it belongs there. Um yeah, it was delicious. I mean it's not negative. It's not negative, I promise. But if you feel like if the squad is lacking something, if you'd like to see us get something else over the line, what would it be for you? Because I'll 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 say I I was very kind of, I was in awe of the Bastoni links in, at the yeah. start of summer. And I was pretty yeah. sure we were going to get that one done. And he just, he just looks like such a Rolls Royce defender, somebody to go alongside kind of the, the sort of brute force of Dyer and Romero's just all round brilliance. Um, you know, no, this is the problem, right? It's the same, it's similar deal with Hoybier, right? as it is with Ben Davis in that I think Ben Davis is a great player. I think he's great for the squad. I think he's great for the people around him. He seems like a great personality, but you know, you'd be lying if he said he can't be upgraded. And that's yeah. kind of, that's just the harsh reality, right? Um, yeah. Long lay. I, you know, I, I think people, are, I don't really know an awful lot about him. I, I Apparently he was good when he was at Sevilla. He's not had a very good time of it in a, let's be honest, a very chaotic Barcelona setup, but again, you know, it it kind of feels like a bit of a stopgap, right? Getting somebody in for a mm-hmm. year, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't fill you with confidence. It doesn't fill me with confidence anyway. I don't want you don't want to assume how you may feel. No, I'm not about the player. I agree. So, I agree, and well, the, just the nature of the deal as well doesn't it. fill me with confidence. So yeah. the idea that you know that we could kind of go into the season without perhaps adding one more big kind of center back into the mix that's that's the only if i was being a spoiled brat about it that's the only thing i would throw my toys out the pram over you know um yes 100 i know i agree i went when you started that question at the point at the moment i was still, i was kind of thinking crikey where do we where do we go and that is the one isolated position where I'm thinking if you got in a world class or a could be world class up and coming, really exciting left centre back. And the, and you're right. I mean, I was watching YouTube video after YouTube video of Bastoni when we were linked with him, and I got very very excited. And I, and I think. That's the sort of next level. That is the next level where, where where you want to try and join join the elite clubs. Um, it would and uh, by, by having a defence that you can look at and go, Phew, that is a that that is an ex- that is a strong strong backline. If you adding if you're adding a Bastoni or someone of that ilk like to that left sided centre half, then you're you're looking at that back three Bastoni Di Romero and you're like. Like I don't personally, I wouldn't think there was that much better in in the league than that sort of back three. Then you've got Perisic to the left hand side of them, and let's say Spence or or Royale or Doherty on the on the right hand side. So maybe the right wing back, even though I know we've just signed one, um, maybe that would be another area that I would potentially be looking at if I'm if I'm playing Championship Manager or whatever, and like. <laughs> I want to sign a world-class option. Those two positions would be the ones that I'm, I'm looking at. Maybe down the line, a centre forward. Funnily enough, Ornstein, in, a, in the course of us just recording this, David Ornstein has said, uh, "Creative midfielder is where we might just see Tottenham bringing another player before the window shuts." So maybe it is that uh, Conte is trying to look at a plan B for. He's coming. James is coming. He's coming. <laughs> God no. It might well be. I mean, him. it'll be him or the Italian lad, you'd imagine, right? Because that. Well, I base that on only because those are the two that we've been the most kind of linked with by ITKs and such. But 
you kind of feel that the the, the ITKs have been pretty spot on this summer, haven't they? Like all of all of the chat we've seen around particular players has more often than not come true. Um, yeah. So I would say yeah. those two are the most I, ones that have been most linked, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. I I would like to see us explore a few more options. Um, mainly because anything to just push Madison further down the pecking order, right? <laughs> um, but, um, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Ornstein's coming out and saying that now as well. But, like, I would not be surprised now if more names start coming out, hmm. mainly because of that whole Paratici is cooking thing, work for a, like, approach where it's like, there's six or seven names for one position and he's spinning plates and then suddenly he goes and then he pulls the trigger on one. So I, I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if we're then some, now we suddenly start to see, you know, other attacking midfielders or tens from uh, like being linked with us. Even if it was like, like for example, when we were, before we signed long right. I'm so sad. I've got like a Google doc of like the Spurs transfers. <laughs> like, who we've been linked with and how much they cost and what the next spend is and stuff like that. Because, you know, it's not like I've got other things to do in my life, like, you know, be a parent and do my job. Um, at least all, so, all that shit. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Right. You know, track spurs transfers. That's what, that's what really matters. Um, and like, yeah, we like, before we signed Longley, it was like, we were linked with like some, some German defender, for, d- d- defender who had played for like Frankfurt and like, um, they're like, yeah, I've got the spread. I've just pulled the spreadsheet up in front of me. Like, yeah, Pau Torres, uh, Roger Ibanez. I couldn't even tell you who he is. I wrote his name down though. Um, and um, yeah, we just get linked with, like, suddenly it's like, oh, right, we're after this position. And then suddenly all these names come out of the woodwork. Um, so I, w- I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we have a few more options come out um, in the near future. Um, not that I'm going to tell you who they are because um, I'm no ITK, but I will tell you who they are when they do get linked with us because they'll be added straight to my Google Doc. <laughs> I, do, I do love these little things like... Um, that- people just do you know just they just get these random little things going on the side i do wonder how many people if anybody who is listening has anything sort of similar sort of do tell me about it because i do find it interesting that because i don't do any of this i'm not trying to sort of act like oh i'm so above all this i just i don't i don't do any of this kind of stuff i kind of i don't know maybe i i, I don't know i sort of like f- living in the sort of visceral emotional side of it and stuff um Maybe I just can't be asked. I don't know, but I, I am always <laughs> surprised though that, like, you know, people, I don't know, sort of collect things and like even that yeah, side of stuff. Man. I don't really collect stuff from Spurs or anything like that either. You know, like trinkets and badges. I used and... to be so big on the programs. I used to be so big on the programs. Like every time I used to go, oh, I've got to get a program. Got to get a program. And then suddenly, it just one day, it just stopped, and I'm like. And I think it was the moment when I realized I went into my house and I went, fucking hell, I've got a lot of programs here and I did what am I going to do with all this? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm going to shove them in the loft or something. But um, yeah, I, I, I always get like... them for my dad if he if I go to a game that he's not able to go to or something like that because he likes having them. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it used to be the, all oh, right, it's something to read on the way back, right? Or so, but now, now it's like I've got my phone. <laughs> Just that's, that's it, right, isn't it? I'll read the reports. It's kind of it's that's sort of what sucked all the relevance of things like programs away, isn't it? Really, um, shame. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I always, I, I. Well, I say I always. I've bought a half and half scarf. Sorry, for a European game when we first played Dortmund in the Europa League, um, and I went out there and I got a Tottenham Dortmund half and half scarf, and I sort of was in my head. I've was got like, three of them. Yeah, yeah, I sort of thought, oh, you know what? When I do, yeah. when we do play these European games, I should get a half and half just to the European games because it's got the date on and it's, it's you know, it's more of a sort of memorable occasion. And I just, you know, you don't see them all the time or for whatever reason. So yeah. I haven't done that. No, the, the three, you're, you're right. I mean, I think I all, I've got three and it's from back from the 10, 2010, 11, no, two, sorry, not three, back from the 2010, 11 season when 
we played in under Harry Redknapp playing in the Champions League uh, into Milan because we, we went. I went. I was at the San Siro for that uh-huh. for the Bale, the Bale hat trick, and then playing Real Madrid in the quarterfinals at White Hart Lane. I got one then as well, and I because at that point I was like just so glad we were in the Champions League. And I didn't know whether we'd I'd ever see this in the Champions League. It's mad, isn't <laughs> ever it? Again. It's so, so mad. I, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now we sort of like, we take it for granted, really, you know. We do. And I'm really trying not to after... I, to, I, I just don't want to. Because you, you don't know when you'll see Spurs in it again. Let's hope we have an amazing season. I do think we're... I, honestly speaking, I've never been this confident in a Tottenham team in my life, I don't think. Um, to to just maybe I'm not saying I think they're the best Tottenham team ever but there's just something about kind of I think the way everyone else is placed at the moment and the type of signings that we've made it just feels it feels quite sturdy our depth our scope everything something's brewing yeah it does and I think we're going to have a very good season but you know the Premier League is the Premier League's fucking tough man the Premier League is tough like there's a lot of Really, really good teams. You know, we're talking about even teams like Newcastle are going to be fucking good this year. West Ham are going to be, I think, going to be really good. Palace are going to be a, a really good team. Um, you don't, you don't get easy games anymore. And winning it, we see the, the old cliche. <laughs> no, but you don't know. We do, no, we do. no easy games in the Prem. No easy games in the Prem, mate. In and around the Premier League, there's no easy games. But <laughs> it's just, it's, it's mad. It, it is mad and. I don't ever really because I love that I love the Champions League so much. Like you say, you know, we're pretty sure we're a similar age. And I, I, when we kind of had that that run in the in the Champions League under Redknapp, it it did feel like we're living the dream. This is something that Spurs were never supposed to do. We were never supposed to be in this competition, let alone seeing us like slap someone like Inter Milan about and beat AC Milan at the San Siro. You know, it's just it was unbelievable. Um, and the thought that yeah, it's that we're always going to be there is you know it isn't true really. Um, so we should just enjoy because yeah. it. I it's to me it's I would love I'd love to win the Premier League, but to me I still think winning the Champions League is that's the that's the true for me that's true that's true bliss that's Nirvana that is I think winning the Champions League. Yeah. And, it's the biggest thing going, right? It's it's amazing, and I guess yeah. Liverpool are probably bored of it because they've won it so many times, and they really they want to win the league a few more times. But partly that's just to go back on top over Manchester United, isn't it? Really, I think everybody knows that. Yeah, playing in the last City fans, you know that Champions League is their holy grail right now, isn't it? You know, even though they hate UEFA, well, they try to pretend like... it's not, don't they? Yeah, they do that kind of performative yeah. like booing of the UEFA anthem and all that type of stuff but still I mean it, everybody wants to win that don't they I mean Pep Guardiola certainly yeah. does yeah I mean it's the one game that final is the one game the whole of football watches you know whereas like and don't get me wrong I mean that <laughs> I'd love to win either the Premier League or the Champions League but that one moment you know, which we were obviously very, very close, so close to achieving. Like, the whole footballing world watches that moment. And to win that competition, like, would be, you're right, it would just be, um, but it, yeah, it, touching the gates of uh, <laughs> Al Haller or, or uh, like, and, 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 and you're kind of like thinking, you, well, I'm kind of thinking like, you don't really, you don't really, realize you miss something until it's gone right and these last few seasons being out of that um uh, being out of the champions league i i think one when we play that first group game especially at home like this season that that's going to be that's going to be so big and so huge and i think the atmosphere is going to be incredible because people will be like yes we are back you know and and with this conte team like everyone's going to be so up for it. And I'm, I'm getting pumped right now thinking about it, <laughs> thinking how good that first game is going to be. That The roar, I can imagine, when when that when that, that, that anthem starts getting played and then, or when the Spurs starts getting cried out around the whole stadium and that those, those acoustics. And there's, there's probably the, you know, 
all of us holding up those plastic sheets to read out some message you know oh, don't worry i'll be i'll be i'll be flapping my, <laughs> flapping my flapping my plastic bag around yeah like i'm doing it now um you know yeah i i, I can't wait i can't i cannot wait and singing about how a certain other team from north london will be playing on a certain other night of the week because they're pretty oh, just ringing you know, around the ground yeah. you know oh oh can't wait Let's fucking now I'm now I'm pumped for the season. Exactly. Now let's, I'm excited. Let's fucking have it, Tottenham. Let's fucking have it. We're gonna do them all. We're gonna do every single one of them. Fucking the league's ours. The Champions League, FA Cup. You can keep the League Cup, but all the rest of it, <laughs> fucking have it. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 